Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another golden moment. My name is Spencer Galanka. Cal just beat North Texas, 23 to 17, just barely. Barely. Uh, we are back at the newsroom from the press box, and we are here to give you the instant reaction to what just transpired at California Memorial Stadium. It's about 6:15 on Saturday evening. Um, if there was a sound effect for the Cal offense, it would j- just be nothing. There wouldn't be a sound. There wouldn't be a sound. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Chase Garbers look like Chase Garbers again um, after his performance at Washington. And uh, like I said, we're here to recap the game. Uh, Josh Yuen, is that how you say his last name? Yeah. Like yeah. One of our beat writers is absent. He had some other commitments, but I do have two of my lovely beat writers with me, Shaylin and Emily. Hello. Nice to be speaking at all of you again. Also <laughs> our producer in the house. Yeah, yeah producer Justice is going to fill in for Josh today. I'm only allegedly here. You're allegedly here, okay. He's only um, here because we can't do it without him, literally. We don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all you mean to us. <laughs> Uh, but before we get to the instant reaction, we have the instant reaction to the instant reaction from our weekly columnist, Michael Brust, who had some thoughts on the Bears' victory today. I got Garbered. He shatters the mold. All he does is win. All he does is win games. Here's the th- here's what people don't understand. Is that have you ever seen Chase Garbers and God in the same room? Yeah. Yeah, think about that one. And also, where even is North Texas? And also, are we going to win? Every game this year? Is this the year that Cal goes undefeated, wins the title? Is Evan Weaver perhaps the greatest defensive player to ever walk the halls of football? And also, is my dad coming back? Huh. Yeah, baby. Let's go. Pog Champs in the chat. I believe this is the moment. This is the year, guys. This is the year. If it doesn't happen now, will it ever happen? Probably not. This is the year. It's Cal. And yeah, some people are going to say that Chase Garbers barely completed any passes. But you know what we say to them? Uh, Sometimes God is merciful. Are you serious? <laughs> God is merciful. No. We need to actually get Michael on the podcast. I know. Okay. That was that was a beautiful I'm introduction. Crying. Can we bring him, please? Dude, I was I'm, not expecting that. I'm crying. Wow. Emily's on the floor. Wow, wow, wow. I'm Michael, congratulations. Oh you have earned a spot as a fifth fifth beat writer for football. That was unbelievable. Uh, for an update on if Michael's dad comes back, uh, 
tune in next week. <laughs> oh my goodness, I am sweaty. That was fantastic. In all seriousness, though, uh, Cal almost did lose. Um, Cal got up, or Cal got off to a twenty to nothing lead. It was a great start. It was a great start. I have a stat for this. Oh, okay. So first quarter, Cal had 129 total yards. The rest of the game, the Cal Bears, in three quarters, had 149 total yards. Nice. So wow, and I think that is not an equal distribution. Yeah, and I think they didn't. Once they got up 20, they didn't score. I mean, they only scored three. Uh, I think a field goal from Thomas was the only yeah. score yeah. after um, then, late, late in the second. Or, new, excuse me, late in the first quarter. New starting tight end, Gavin Reinwald, dropped a wide-open touchdown. Yeah. And that's not the first time that's happened. Not just from Reinwald, but from yeah. a tight end. Tight ends have in. not yeah. been Cal's strength so far this no, season. No, and just to expand on that, I don't think the offense has been Cal's strength. They performed really well um, in clutch situations last week, but I think after the 20 to nothing lead, um, nobody really knew how Cal got up yeah. to that point. There was an early turnover from North Texas thanks to uh, – Jalen Hawkins, yeah. forced fumble. Mr. Hawkins, forced fumble. And uh, freshman Brett Johnson was on the recovery. Uh, that set up a field goal for the Bears. But after the 20 to nothing lead, I mean, the Cal offense shut down. Chase Garbers didn't know how to throw the ball. And North Texas was allowed to get back in the game. Mason Fine did really well in the passing game, in the short yardage game. And um, they also opened up the running game as well. Um, I think. Cal's defense did well early on, but then struggled. So um, it was a roller coaster of events today. Shalen, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you hit all of it. Garbers was not definitely. This was probably his worst passing performance of this short season. Oh, I, I mean, undoubtedly, and also it just goes against everything that I said in my column on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so Emily will have some words for Garbers. Um, coming up this Tuesday, but uh, back to you, Sean. Yeah, he ran the ball a lot and was pretty affected, or effective, but I'm scared he's going to – he was taking a lot of hits, and yeah. we don't have a backup quarterback. No, that and, is, you know, a career high in carries and rushing yards. Um, he was Cal's leading rusher, but at the same time, that comes at a cost. Speaking of that, Christopher Brown Jr. has an upper body injury, yeah. so he was out. Yeah. When did he go out? Like, second half? Yeah, quarter? second half, third quarter. He, uh, when the third came in, I think late in the third quarter, that's when we started to ask him questions. Um, and that is going to be, I mean, let's talk about that a little bit, because Brown was literally the engine of this offense for the first two games, and um, after he left, Cal really, really struggled to get it going in the running game with Dancy and the third. Yeah, we, we can't afford to lose him. No, I, I really don't think you know, because he added so much to the uh, – he opened up the passing game um, that Garbers didn't, you know, <laughs> y- yeah, Use. didn't utilize at all. Um, Emily? I mean, I warned about this in my shoot-around um, yeah. comment. Like, I, I don't think that – I feel like in most other positions we have a decent amount of depth, but – I mean, having only Dancy and Christopher Brown Jr. to rely on has already shown, like, we need to get some more players in there that are capable of doing, you know, of holding their own and helping the offense. And also, this game, we saw a lot of players, like a lot of second stringers, um, yeah. especially from the defense, no, when both we sides thought we ball. were safe. Yeah, and at first, it was a little bit of just depth rotation when Cal was up 20 nothing, but... Yeah. Wilcox 
after the game said they were you have a list Spencer right yeah so there were quite a few players out with uh injuries yeah I noticed that there was a early offensive line substitutions and then on the defense I mean we got reports from Wilcox after the game that Cameron Good Ben Hawkstrider and Tevin Paul all on the defensive line are nursing injuries from today's game um which is not a good thing and and with the addition to Chris Brown that's a lot of big pieces that you're losing yeah, we don't um, know the extent of any of those yet but no um, but I think, you know, if there was a defense that could handle it, it was definitely, it's definitely Cal's defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, although Maldonado and Sui Fuimano were down at the beginning of the season, now even more dense to the offensive line, it's going to be, it's going to be a struggle, um, with a 9 a.m. kickoff next week at, at Ole Miss. Yes. Um, but before we get to that, um, uh, I wanted to talk about Chase Garbers a little bit more because, uh, my instant analysis that's on dailycal.org right now basically talks about him and how he couldn't throw the ball well and he didn't throw the ball well and he never looked like um, getting into the game. Although his stats were you know infinitely better than they were last week, I thought some of his decisions were nearly catastrophic and had there was one completion to Remigio in the second quarter that mm-hmm. was went straight through a North North Texas defender's hands and uh, throws like that against better opposition is are, are not going to end up like that um, like they did in this one today. So I think um, I mentioned in my instant analysis he just was holding the ball for too long. It seemed like he was super patient in the pocket, but either wasn't finding the right receivers um, or just trusted his legs more often. I don't know, but he just would wait until the pocket collapsed, scrambled to the outside, and either threw the ball away, got sacked, or ran for a first down. And the success rate was not very high uh, with that strategy. I feel like he missed a lot of open targets, um, and he was first to admit it in his post-game press conference. Um, he has a lot to improve, uh, especially with you know Brown being out. He's basically... The determiner, uh, the ter- I don't know, I can't find the right word, but make he, yeah, he can't make up another word. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, makes or breaks the success of the Cal offense. Yeah, you could tell he was running a lot more too with Brown out, just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a. I mean, Spencer touched on it. One thing he really has to improve on is going through all his reads before giving up and scrambling. He is he is good at scrambling, but he does it too often. Yeah, which, and, Coach, yeah. and Coach Wilcox said that specifically was not in the game plan. So that means Garbers is making decisions for himself. Um, I also noticed on some some plays that ended up in incompletions is Garbers is predetermining who he throws it to. He's literally getting the snap and getting rid of the football without even checking down to any of his other receivers, uh, which I think is a huge problem and, is, you know, Ole Miss is going to be watching film on this game and can easily, easily find a um, solution for that problem. Um, So, I don't know, man. I was feeling so good about this Cal offense last week, and now I'm just back down to earth. Well, I think that's the most Cal thing about it, is that we went to Washington and beat the then number 14 team in the nation. Yeah. And then came back and almost lost to North Texas after scoring 20 points in the first quarter. Like, that's Cal... I think that's how, (laughs) you know, old habits die hard. But also, I don't think that we need to be as uh, concerned about this particular offense or this team. I think that they are going to be, as a whole, a lot better, a lot more functional. I mean, Garber's only completed 9 of 22 pass attempts. It's pretty horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty not – it's not great. But – we won, and yeah. we are 
undefeated still. This is our what is it third season? Third third straight three, season yeah. with going three and zero. Three and zero. So, I mean, as long as they f- address the problems that they. I, I think that they're at least aware of it. I don't think that any of the players or Wilcox yeah. were like, well, you know, yeah. we did great. <laughs> we had an awesome game. I think that they're going to address it, um, but they better do so in a hurry because I don't think Ole Miss is going to be very forgiving. Yeah. So the, the little success that Garbers did get against this North Texas defense was in big chunk plays, big chunk plays, so I guess – you know, he threw a couple to Ramihi, uh, one to Crawford, one to Duncan on a third down. Third down and Duncan long. Duncan was clutch. Yeah, that was a clutch play. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, that would be the only positive to take from the offense is continuing to get those chunk plays. But they were few and far between today. Um, the yeah. offensive line is still doing a lot of experimentation. So yeah. they, they, did, they played decently. I think they so. They weren't terrible. But, again, North Texas isn't known for their pass rush. So. No, and I think they they cause problems as well. You know, not only for Garbers, but also in the running game. Um, a lot, a lot of questions also, still to be answered. Will Craig is out for the season. Yes, that's not. By good. the way, not great. No. Yeah. Uh, McCallan Castles has announced his departure from the program. Yeah, that all so, happened this week. Yeah, so there's a lot of shifting still going around. I don't think that we should count on this offense being like the final offense that Cal puts out. I don't think it's going to be their this definitely wasn't their best no. showing. Um, but the fact that they were able to do so well in the first quarter and actually produce and put points on the board I think is a really good indication that like this team still has a lot of potential. Yeah. And with the defense being as good and as potent, potent as it is like I, I think that I think Cal's going to hang Regardless, they're still 3-0. They are. And you just want to move on to the defense? Yeah, yeah, let's go on there. I mean, Weaver was, was top of the tackling yeah, charts once again. Pretty much business as usual for the defense. Yeah. They came up very clutch on the final drive of the game. Davis, or not Davis, North Texas was down six with a couple minutes left, and um, Callup stopped them. Uh, Weaver and Bynum combined mm-hmm. to break up the fourth down pass. By fine, and that was that. Weaver kind of snuck up on me. I did not. I he was early on. I didn't think he was going to get to his double digit tackles. Me either. He he also had the big uh, the play where he I don't did he get a hand on the ball to give Beck the interception or I think was so. he just bothering fine? I, I think tell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But he definitely. But granted, I think he been, got a hand on it. Yeah, this season he's been chasing after quarterbacks like yeah. a madman. Like yeah. you said, like. I don't even see, like, half of these things, like, happen. <laughs> like, it just goes to show that he's such an integral part yeah. of everything. Like, if he wasn't there, I can only imagine yeah. the havoc that North Texas would have wrecked on um, Cal's offense. Coin Dang was a little quiet today. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, that's still getting integrated into the defense and the way things are done here. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that's not a knock on him. He was just, he just had a slow day. I thought the secondary struggled early on, um, especially, you know. I wouldn't say early, but second quarter. Yeah, second quarter. quarter yeah. Um, they did struggle. Um, but, yeah, you know, coming coming up clutch in the end. And there was, no, there was really no doubt that they would they would close it out and get yeah. Cal the victory. Like we said earlier, there was a lot of shuffling on defense. A lot of guys. Trey Turner played. Yeah. Brandon Smith got a lot of playing time. Chigozi and Newsom got a lot of playing time. Tattersall in there. Yeah. So. Kai Polk. 
Yeah. On offense. Oh, sorry. I just thought we were just listing new people. Yeah, on offense, uh, Trevon Clark and Makai Pope both got a ton of snaps. And then, obviously, Dancy took over as the lead back Uh once Brown went down. But, uh... It was a little, you know, we heard about the injuries after the fact, but it was a little worrying to me how much substitutions were happening in the second quarter. Yeah. Like, I thought... We hadn't built up that much. I mean, it was 20 to nothing, but they started yeah. coming back, and we still kept the yeah. second stringers in. It, it was it was a little strange. Uh, the coaching staff hopefully didn't get too carried away. Um, that seems a little uncharacteristic for Wilcox. I do believe they thought this was a game where they can get a lot of people who hadn't got playing time. Um, but I think I, it's good that they did. Though. I think it's good yeah. they, that Especially they did. Especially with but these injuries, now these guys might have to. I mean, we don't know obviously who's out yet for the Ole Miss game, if anyone. But yeah, they're going to definitely be playing a lot more. But had they not been able to close it out, we would be having a completely different conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this would not be a fun podcast. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. And Michael would not have given yeah. that <laughs> glorious, <laughs> glorious. <laughs> you guys want to move on to it, players of the reaction? Game? Yeah, players of the game. Um, I. You know, I mentioned the defense in my instant reaction. My player of the game is Greg Thomas, top scorer of the game. And without his field goals, it would be a different story. Yeah, I was, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. He was mine, too, uh, carrying off right where he left off from the game winner in Washington. So Yeah, four for five on the yeah. season so far. Yeah, Definitely he, the most consistent. I mean, well, because here's what's going to happen is Cal's going to get in the red zone a lot, and they're not going to score. They That's just their M.O. Mm-hmm. Um they get in the end zone by short runs, but they do not pass in the red zone, and they are so bad at it. Third and long situations in the red zone are almost a guaranteed field goal. So Greg Thomas needs to be on top of things, and he was the sole reason, I think, why Cal won today. Yeah. Um, because I think all each one of his field goals were above 30 yards. So, so decent yeah. day. Decent day. He's definitely coming into his own, and that's a good sign for Cal for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to need him as the season goes on. Yeah. I mentioned Cam Good before he went down with his um, hamstring injury. I thought he had a few big plays. Uh, he had, he had a, a really nice tackle for loss. Yeah, a tackle for loss early in the game and then a sack on fine later on. Um, I thought he really emerged as a star on the defense, obviously, before he got injured on the touchdown, the sole touchdown, which was North Texas's biggest, longest play from scrimmage this year so far. Um, any other players you guys want to mention? Honorable mentions? Obviously Weaver, but we talk yeah. about yeah. him every time. I mean, so. Weaver's a player of the game every week, so. Yeah, truly. I think Nico Romijo had another great he game. Did yeah. Have, also on special teams, he had a really nice punt return. Yeah. Uh, J- Jalen Hawkins as well was all oh, yeah. over the place on tackles, special teams and on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did miss that tackle for the touchdown, though. Yeah, he did. That was his one yeah. wonder, though. But I think um, it's, it's good that we saw guys step up and you know, fill in the spots where Cal was a little bit lacking today yeah. and give him a little bit more gusto. Yeah. Um, but that offense is was, yeah. in shambles. Do you so. guys think a ranking is in the picture for next week? Just a quick producer note. By the time you hear this podcast, you'll probably already be aware of the fact that Cal has jumped into the top 25. Specifically, they have jumped into the number 23 spot. The Pac-12 currently has six teams ranked in the top 25. That is the most the conference has had in the top 25 at one time in four years. We recorded this podcast around 6 o'clock on Saturday, so that's why you'll hear this preliminary discussion about whether or not Cal will be ranked. So just something to take into consideration when you're listening to this particular segment of the podcast. 
Um, I, I thought for sure. Yeah, me too. If we won by like a couple touchdowns, but with this, I mean, we're definitely not going to go any lower than two spots out, which we are right now. USC um, lost. USC did lose. They're number 23 right now. And they got destroyed. Oh, speaking of getting destroyed, Stanford got absolutely obliterated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a nice little cheer from the Cal faithful yeah. during the game oh, yeah. when the score was up on the yeah. on the jumbotron um, I think a rating I think a ranking is out of the picture I think we'll be in the same place uh, just because number 25 Virginia is down right now okay in the third quarter Ooh. yeah so it just depends they, on how other people lose yeah. I think uh, a win against Ole Miss is a lock for the top yeah. 25 as far as I'm concerned for this week, I think Cal's not going to get in, um, depending on this Virginia result, because I don't think Cal played good at all. And you know, if the voters actually watch the game, I wouldn't. I don't think Cal deserves a Ooh, ranking. Number twenty-one Maryland also lost. Really? Yeah. There's so number eighteen Michigan State also lost. Oh, so there might boy. be a good chance the Bears sneak in. Last season we were ranked for six days, so yeah. hopefully. Another thing that looks really good for us is that Hawaii is a is a good team. And they have two of the best receivers in the country, and Washington is up thirty eight to seven on them right now okay. in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Hawaii's two and zero. They're not bad. No. And for Washington mm-hmm. to be doing that well against them looks good on us for yeah. the rankings. Very much so. That's funny. I almost just asked if Hawaii was a Pac twelve team. But also... They are in the Pacific Ocean, yeah. right in the middle of it. <laughs> and then some guy in the press box today asked if North Texas was a Pac-12 team. Yeah, I really hope that's a joke. I hope that was a joke. <laughs> that would be yeah. really, really... Like, that'd be abysmal. Oh, yeah. If it was an actual question. That'd be a problem. Justice, what's up? I kind of wish that Josh was here for this, because he could probably go into it in far more depth than I did. But I'm, like, remembering the time, like, the game that was two years ago when Cal played Ole Miss... And I think that was Wilcox's first season, correct, back in, like, 2017. Yeah. That was the first time I'd watched a Cal team and was like, oh, my God. This is, like, legitimate defense. Yeah. Jalen Hawkins had an interception. Cam Good had an interception. Mm -hmm. But I remember just so vividly, like, that was the first time I had ever seen, like, Cam Bynum emerge. Mm. And I was like, who the, like, who the hell is this kid? Like, who's the, like, he's coming out of nowhere deflecting passes. And so, like, it's probably going to be a much more different offense. I, like, shape pad or whatever his name is. The quarterback at Old Miss at the time is no longer there. Yeah. And again, I wish Josh could go into this in more depth. But I look back on that Old Miss game, like a couple of years ago, yeah. as the real beginning of Cal as a legitimate defensive stalwart. Mm-hmm. And I think that next week would serve as a good litmus test to see, well, we already know that they are an elite defense, but just like the extent to which that defense has emerged over the past two seasons, specifically since Wilcox took over. Yeah. Anytime you can beat an SEC team that's going to put you on the map, that'll look good no matter what. Yeah, they uh, Ole Miss lost uh, week one to Memphis in a shock upset, uh, 10 to 15. That was a low-scoring affair. But they did score 31 and 40 in the next two subsequent games. They uh, avoided an upset today over southeastern Louisiana, uh, gave up 29 points to them. So, um, where even is southeastern Louisiana? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I do not know. Um, anything else? No, I think, I think, um, what about like a, a 
climate check. What did we call it last time? Weather che- temperature check. Temperature check. <laughs> Whoa. What was that? For what like the not a score prediction, but like a general. Oh yeah. How you think the turn? I'm feeling good against Ole Miss. I me, think me too. It'll be pretty similar to the 2017 game. The defense carries Cal through, but um, we'll probably do a preview podcast, right? We definitely will. Um, we'll have a preview podcast up hopefully Thursday or Friday this week. Uh, hopefully Chase Garbers can get on his thing because it's. I think the alarm bells should be ringing in uh, Bo Baldwin's office <laughs> and Garbers. Bedroom? That's a little, <laughs> that's a little weird. Um, what's up, Justice? Uh, so this is a little more Ole Miss related than Cal related, but if I think Cal is like for Ole Miss. I think they are the perfect warm up for number two Alabama. <laughs> I think I think Cal is going to present every single problem that Alabama could possibly present. Oh it's going to be Garbers or Tua. It's going to be. It's going to be. I'm obviously choking. Yeah. Qu- be, question going into this one: Garbers or Tua? That doesn't make any sense. We need to give that question to Michael. I will say though. <laughs> I will say we though. Do. A little Bay Area shout out: Najee Harris on Alabama. Oh yeah, he just he's, had. He's from the Bay. Really? Yeah, I think he. I think it was Pittsburgh High School or Antioch High School. No respect. He should have came to Cal. Oh no. Wow. Well, no shout out. Alabama, Cal. You really should have gone to Berkeley City College. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that. Yeah, uh, I think that's it for today, guys. Thanks for uh, getting to this point with us. We will preview Ole Miss later in the week, like I said. But my God, this offense has to get better. Um, for for my own sake. Um, any last words, guys? Last words. Let's, any last words. <laughs> What's happening? All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.